Welcome to the Financial Advisors Edge Podcast, a show created by financial advisors for financial advisors. Are you ready for some straight talk about building and growing a financial services practice? Four advisors in different states at different firms that have each built $100 million plus practices from scratch the right way through hard work, doing the right thing, and having fun while doing it. It's time for you to get the edge. Here are your hosts, Brad Warhurt, Jeff Copeland, Jim Martin, and Greg Gonzalez. Hey, welcome into the show. Jim Martin here, joined by Brad and Greg. Gentlemen, thanks for being here. Excited about today's show because it's going to cover one of my favorite topics. But before we get started, I just want to give you a couple ways you can connect with us if you choose to. Look, we always appreciate a five-star review. We love doing this, love hearing your feedback. So leave us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. Those are always appreciated. And then you can connect with us right on the web at thefaedge.com. Remember, we have the Elite Advisor Lab, which is a group coaching program. Lots of great ideas are being shared there. Excited uh, excited for that group. I, you know, iron sharpens iron. And when you get a group of highly motivated advisors together, magic is going to happen. So be part of that. You can learn about that at thefaedge.com. But uh, jumping right into the topic today, we're talking about vacation time. Look, it's it's getting to peak vacation time. Kids are getting out of school and people are planning those summer vacations. And advisors are trying to figure out how to run their practices when they're no longer there. And that's what we're talking about, making sure that you have a smooth process for running your business while you're away doing other things. Because look, we all need to get recharged at some point. And it's really important to take those vacations where you can step away and you're not getting a call every five minutes about how to how to fix the printer or how, what form Mr. Jones needs or all the other things. So Greg, I know you are not Mr. Vacation. We, we, we laugh about that on this show, but you are intentional with your time off. So how does your business run when you're not there? Yeah. So I, I've kind of identified over the years that you know, kind of there's peaks and valleys in our business, uh, in, in even days of the week. Like, uh, if you're going to, if I'm going to be gone, it's not going to be on a Monday if I can avoid it at all. Cause Mondays are just chaos. Everybody was thinking about us over the weekend. Um, and the emails and voicemails are just seem to pile up on, on Monday. So Friday seemed to be dead. Uh, nobody, everybody's going to the lake or especially during the summer, you know, around where I live, a lot of people are, you know, either going camping or, you know, to the lake for the weekend kind of thing. Um, but I schedule my vacations out, you know, it, well, well in advance. And so my, my team kind of knows, Hey, I, I, you know, it's not like I just say, okay, next week I'm, I'm going to to Vegas or whatever. It's, these are, you know, months in, in advance planned. Um, and, and so that makes it kind of easier. Um, we can kind of build up to that. Um, and, and, you know, then when I'm gone, hopefully the team is still here, they're answering phone calls and service issues and, and that kind of thing. And, and, and my idea is to kind of have the office of course still function when, when I'm gone, but, uh, but also I don't want like the week before I leave, I don't want to have a ton of, of meetings either. So, um, again, it, it all comes back to kind of you're in control of your calendar and your schedule for, you know, what, 52 weeks out of the year. Um, I, I just happened to take my vacation in November because that, uh, you know, kind of ties into my hobbies, uh, as well as maybe a week or two here or there during the summer. Yeah. Good stuff. How about you, Brad? How do you, um, first off, how do you schedule it? And then second part of that is how often do you take vacations? Are you out of the office a lot or just a little bit? Well, I think that I'm 
probably out of the office a fair amount. Um, I get kind of lucky, I guess, in this regard in that um, my wife is a teacher and a lot of my clients are in public education. So a lot of the times we're kind of limited to when we can travel kind of over the summer months or over a you know longer holiday that's a, an educator's holiday. Um, so when we want to go on vacation, so do a lot of my clients. So my quiet time is, you know, once retirements are all kind of locked and loaded in the very first couple of weeks of summer, that can be, you know, that's a little hectic, but then for the rest of the summer, pretty much, um, you know, teachers that are still working or checked out teachers that are retired are now enjoying being retired. And I can usually travel at a, in a lull time in my business. So I would try and schedule it around my, my busy times. Anyway, it just works out for me that that's kind of dictated for me and it lines up. Brad, don't the teachers want to meet with you during the summer when they're out of school or or no? <laughs> so usually not, usually only in the years leading up to retirement. I find that a lot of my clients <clears throat> don't, they don't take a real hands-on approach <laughs> until until they start thinking about retirement. I, I found but that one, they only want to meet on Martin Luther King Day. Yes, yes. I, Jim, I was just thinking that like <laughs> I work all of those holidays. Yeah. Like not and I don't mind it because I don't, you know, it's so, like I I don't even know when that is, or you know, President's Day. Oh, like I, I I don't it's so, like I celebrate those. So I do that. And I was also gonna say, Greg, um, I do try and I don't call it surge meetings, but it ends up being a surge meeting. But remember that that's trademarked to the uh to the to the guys over there. You know they trademark that, so you better give credit where credit's due. I don't even know who invented it, so I can't give them credit. So I just won't call it a surge meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I meet with a lot of people. I so I I try and make an effort between um at the end of the year, you know, after Thanksgiving through like the third week of January, I really try and crank out a lot of reviews because you know, number one, tax loss harvesting at the end of a year. Um, nobody normally nobody wants to meet with me, you know, or is thinking about me during holiday season. So I can think about them and fill up time when my phone isn't ringing off the hook, I'll ring theirs off the hook. You know, do our tax planning, get our review out of the way during a time that's otherwise a lull for me. So that when we get into spring, we can be taking care of things like the people that are retiring in May and June. So then by the time, you know, we get a month or so into summer, then I'm I'm pretty, pretty well in cruise mode till till back to school time. Yeah, good stuff. What about you, Jim? I, yeah, I'm, I'm like you, Greg. I think you have to be very intentional about your vacations. You need to schedule those out. I schedule my vacations a year in advance. Like I, I knew we were going. Uh, I, I know when I'm going and where I'm going a year in advance. It's not because like I'm this great planner that has to do it. It's because I build my marketing calendar and my business around that, and I need to know when I'm going to be out of the office so I know when I can do seminars and I know when I'm going to crank on marketing and I know where I'm going to meet people and I know when I'm going to do my, I don't know, what, what's another word for surge? We, we, we've got to make a commitment, guys, not to trade. Why are we trying to create trademark something? No, we don't want to trademark silly names. So like we're a flex, I, I don't know, rush meetings. We're not going to, we're not going to, we're not, I don't want to do a, a big, I, I've got to make sure when I'm going to do this, I meet with people when I have time, I guess is my old point. Like I've got my annual reviews done. So when I'm away on vacation, the phone's not ringing like crazy. I think like prepping before this is a big deal. I, like Greg, like you, I take a lot of Fridays off. In fact, Friday is mm -hmm. not a client meeting day. I, I work on the business a lot of times, but you know, like last Friday, um, I, last Friday, I, I, um, I had Brad is showing us his lovely dog, by the way. So if you hear some uh, laughing in the background, it's a, uh, it's a cute dog. I didn't know you were a fluffy 
princess kind of dog, Brad, but um, we'll have to learn more about that <laughs> as we go through this. But yeah, you know, I, I tried what to be really saying intentional. about what, what meeting, sir, you're naming them puppy meetings. Is that yes, what puppy meetings? That's what okay. we're going to name them. I didn't think you got um, off. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really make an effort to, um, to be intentional around that. And on Fridays, like, like Greg, I'm out of the office a lot. I don't schedule yep. appointments, but I do work on the business. But like right. last one, I was out messing around with my food plot. I, I like to hunt, and that's one of the things I wanted to do. So I came in, did my radio show, worked for about an hour and a half on like stuff that was important to me, and then went out and did stuff I enjoyed to do. And I, I think it's really important that people are really intentional. You've got to take time out of the office. It allows you to recharge. You're better for it. It, it allows you to gain perspective, and you need to get away from your cell phone and the email and everything else that comes with being plugged into the office. With that said, now we all agree that you need to be out of the office doing things you enjoy as much as you can. Uh, but look, this is a this is a chicken and egg conversation. You can't take twelve weeks of vacation three years into the business. Let, let's let's be really honest, guys. You need to grind, and then you can sit back. You don't get to sit back and, and grow fast. You, you're you have a rare opportunity here. But once you've once you're at the point where you can take vacation. Brad, how do you how do you structurally build your uh, build it so you can get away and not get called back into duty? Well, so I think this part can tie into a lot of what we've talked about in the past with delegation and and support staff and make sure that your support staff number one you hire. Jim always says a level talent, right? So if you've done that and you're compensating them in a way that reflects your how much you appreciate their talent, I think number one you got to you you just want to build this qualified, competent, trustworthy team, you know, to run the ship while you're away. And then you have the big thing for me, the first, I don't know, for a couple of years, when I started taking some real vacations from the business, it was a challenge for me to do that totally unplugged thing where, you know, you're not checking voicemails and returning my rep chat or whatnot. So what I eventually did to make that happen was uh, I started forwarding my cell phone to my office for the week that I was away, you know, and then I didn't even, I also went with uh, for creating a rule in my outlook to forward my emails to an assistant so that clients and prospects would get an actual human response and things would be at least entering the, whatever workflow needed to occur for them because, you know, the email would come in, you know, assistant would reach back out and say, Hey, you know, Brad's on vacation, you know, can we get started on X, Y, or Z for you? So but that was pretty key to me being able to not wake up, you know, not wake up the hotel every morning, walk down to Starbucks with my laptop, get a coffee, check the email. Oh, there's only two or three of these voicemails I need to return. And then you get sucked in and, you know, an hour or two a day of, of every vacation is, you know, is that. And then, so and then I, you might get an email or a voicemail that just annoys you, yep. just puts you in a place where you're pissed off and then you take it out in your family and there's. There is no value in that. Like then your wife yeah. or your kids are pissed at you and like, they, yeah, it's just not a great place. How about you, Greg? How do you, uh, you're out there sitting in a tree stand How are, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I know that's what you yeah. like to do, right? Like, right. Or, right. You know, you're out there, you're doing your thing. How do you avoid getting sucked back in? Like when you're out there, you know, you're looking for a, uh, a 180 point buck. Yeah. Uh, so, so very similar to Brad. Um, I, you know, um, my, um, my assistants, uh, and now I have uh, one assistant, <clears throat> but uh, it, it gets forwarded to someone is there to handle. And I think what I have found is 
is just being honest with people and saying, you know, hey, I, I'm on vacation with my family right now. This is the this is my week long vacation or, or whatever you're doing. And just I, I think clients understand that. Sometimes I, I've talked to some advisors that say, oh, I don't want I don't want my client. You don't have to say, well, this is one of four vacations for the year or six <laughs> vacations for the year. Right. But you could just say, hey, this is I'm on vacation. Um, but I, I want to make sure that uh, you know, we're getting back with you and um um and and being prompt with with returning messages and things like that. So so you gotta have, you know, someone that's reliable and competent when you're gone. I, ideally, that's gonna be your assistant or associate advisor or whoever it is. But, uh, you know, Brad's idea, I mean, that's what I do is just having the emails forwarded. Um, and then, of course, if somebody calls the office and wants to speak with me, you just have the assistant say, hey, Greg's out of the office. He's on vacation with his family. Is there something I can help you with? Or can I schedule a call or have him call you when he gets back in the office, when he returns to the office next week, he'll be back in on Wednesday or whenever it is. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I think, um, I think for us, it, it starts with number one, setting expectations with clients when you bring them on. And I have literally no problem telling people that you will call the office and I will be on vacation at certain points. And when I'm on vacation, just like you, I'm not working. And, um, you just say it in a really nice way and, uh, they, they get it. But the great news is I have an all-star team that is here and ready to help you at any point. So you're not even going to need me in 90% of the situations. The other, the other thing is making sure people know there's no emergencies in financial planning. I, there's just not like we expect the market to go down. We expect the market to go up. And it's not my fault that you went into a, a Chevy dealership and bought a new, uh, Tahoe on Saturday and need the money wired to you on Monday. Like that's just stupid planning on your part. Like I'm not going to get like wrapped up in like the drama of that. Explain to them, Hey, it's three days. We always let you, I always tell you, let us know before we make a major purchase decision. It's fine. We'll get it to you, but I can't rush it. So make sure you just train your people. When, and when you're out, you know, leave a, leave an out of office message on your email that just basically says, Hey, I am with my family. And when I'm with my family, I, I don't check email. You can message X, Y, or Z on our team. So it's really setting expectations. And then the last thing I think that's really important is you not just not just having a competent team, but you've got to train your, your team to message this appropriately to your clients. Yeah. So it comes into a situation where, hey, I, I want to talk to Jim. Oh, Jim's in Hawaii. That That is not a good, or Jim's out for the next 10 days. No, it needs to it needs to be it needs to be messaged in the way that you want it to be messaged to a client. So you, to to um, Greg's point, they don't know you're on your fourth or fifth vacation. And I think right. if you do all the things that uh, that Brad talked about and Greg talked about, where you're getting people ready, you're doing those we'll, we'll call it surge meetings, and give credit to the perfect RA guys who uh, uh, I guess have have I don't know if they coined the phrase, but championed it. Um, and um, and you know, I think if you do all these things and put all these things in the, the right order, yeah, you can you can take time out of the office and make it valuable to you and find value in it. So, yeah, I think I think you know I, I would I would say that it's important for people to do it. Brad, how like if you had to look at your schedule, how much time are you going to take off this year or all in? How many weeks do you think? Totally off, like we just described. Yeah, I mean, like, and not like in in grouping, but you know, if you take every Friday off, that's going to be what fifty two days out of the year. But how many how many days? So the, all right, so that was I was about to ask both of you a question where that may tie into my answer here. Where do you have a a cutoff in general where 
So for me, right, if I'm going to be gone for the week or if I'm going to be gone for, I would say like more than two, two work days, right? Then I'm going to put all these rules into place. If I do take a Friday off and, you know, take a long weekend, I'll be honest, I don't usually turn my phone off. I don't put an away message up. Like I'll, you know, I'll handle some incoming stuff and and whatnot. So Same. my number is different depending on whether it's completely unplugged or 90% unplugged. Yeah. I, I tell my team on Fridays, I'm on call. Like I'm like the doctor who can get called into the emergency room, but you know, it better be it better be a, a bus crash or something with lots of <laughs> lo- lots of casualties. So, so Jim, Jim, do you describe your t- uh, team? Hey, this is the scenario where I would step in on a Friday versus like to change a dividend or something like that. You're expected to hand. So, so they're not like, do you paint the paint a picture for them? I would like to tell you that I have always been uh, really good at this, but the reality <laughs> is it's a work in progress. My team is really good now. Like they know when they need to get Jim involved, but generally speaking, uh, no, they don't, bo- they really don't bother me too much. They, 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 they've learned. So uh, this goes into training your team the right way. They've learned not to call me with like nuanced questions that can be handled on Monday. If it can't be, if it can be handled on Monday, don't bug me on Friday. So they'll just write the questions down. And they also know, like when I walk into the office, and this is a problem that advisors get into. You walk into the office and like your receptionist or your, your whoever, your operations person like catches you. You even put your bag down. They're like, oh, Jim, I've got no. They know that I need to be settled for an hour and then I can come to them and I'll say, do you have any questions? And, and <laughs> Greg, if I'm going to be honest, I will call on a Friday. I'll call like we, we leave at four o'clock on Friday, not five. So we just close the business at four at, when market closes give everybody an extra hour in the weekend, but I'll call them at three o'clock and say, Hey, is there anything you need? If I'm thinking about it, cause I, I want to be proactive, but yes, I have trained them, but it's taken years, years. Greg, sir. This is all part of Jim's <clears throat> secret training method. So if you mentioned him earlier, he's like, there are no emergencies in this business. A couple minutes later, he's like, I will come in on a Friday for an emergency. So at the end of the training program, he's like, so give me an example of somewhere where I may come in on Friday and they give him any example at all, smack upside the head. And he's like, no, I told you there are no emergencies. There you go. I don't come in on Fridays. It's pretty much it. Right. So hire me. All-star team right here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's also coaching like, okay, with your, with your team, Jim, let's say a client calls and how they, oh, hey, can I, let's say the client says, hey, I need to speak with Jim. I'm sorry, you know, Jim's on unav- you know, with the messaging, have you even gone that far to, to help them like with the messaging you will, if they are asking for Jim, I'm sorry, Jim's unavailable or not. And you don't say, Oh, Jim's on the beach. He's in St. Lucia Island. He's going to be there like three weeks. Oh, he goes every March. Yeah, like- no, no, it's, you, you actually hit on a really good point when they call my, I've, I've trained my team not to say that I'm, I, I'm either in an appointment in a okay. meeting or I'm unavailable, but I'm never out of the office. Not, okay. not I, I, I am if I'm on vacation because I can't return their call in 24 hours, right? Like if I can return their call in 24 hours, I'm just unavailable. And it, 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 so that's how I train them. It, it works pretty well. I'm not, nothing's foolproof, right? Like these, we're dealing with human beings on both sides of this equation, but it will, that messaging to clients will help out a lot. And, and clients, some, you know, it's okay for them to wait sometimes. Like, You've got to retrain your clients. Like you're not hundred percent available to them all the time. Right. You're a real yeah. live human. 
You know, I've been, Jim, I've been doing exactly that the last couple of weeks and, and kind of just keep bringing that to the forefront that like this, the answer isn't always yes. You know, if somebody, yeah, it can be, if somebody calls in and says like, you know, I need to come in this week. Like we don't have to say yes to that. No other professional service would be able to accommodate that. Neither do we Greg something. I don't know if you, if you guys do this or not, but a couple of words that helped tremendously on the, on the training, what to say was, However you do the, you know, they're unavailable right now, but always with, is there something I can do for you? Or is there something I can help you with? 80% of the time, the reason they want to talk to us is change the dividend or change the beneficiary. Send me this form. I'm locked out of the website. All stuff that if they're just asked, hey, is is there something I can do for you? You can filter out a bunch of your own return phone calls by making sure your staff is doing that. Yeah, your team and your team needs to know why they're calling. So, if, like, if Joe's calling on a Friday, it, what what were you, what did you need help from? To Brad's point, just ask. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And it's and a lot of times they'll say, "Oh, it's no big deal. I don't want to bother Jim." It's like even though you're calling, you, you know, what, <laughs> yeah. what what oh uh, what was it that you needed help with? You know, again, the messaging is is so crucial. I would love to be able to help you with whatever you know, whatever you're calling about. So, um, I think there's a lot of coaching and a lot of training there. So, Oh, when they say, I don't want to bother Brad with that. I train my staff to say, Oh, well, he'll appreciate that. Click. (laughs) You do not (laughs) (laughs) have a great weekend. (laughs) I wish I could though. (laughs) Thanks. He's really happy about that. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I think, I think the whole idea that we've kind of, hit on here is number one, take time out of the office, commit it to yourself, schedule in advance, really commit to being away from the business. Even if it's on some Fridays and you're kind of half in and half out that there's something good about that. Like you can get some things done, you know, like none of us became a financial advisor to work 60 hours a week forever. Yeah. We we just didn't. Um, But I want to kind of kick it around for final thoughts as we, as we wrap up today, Uh, Brad, any final thoughts? Emphasis on on your team on this topic. The stronger your team is, the more enjoyable your time off will be. And I, a lot of times, I don't even really, I don't come back to anything on fire. No dumpster fires, no nothing going on. Just everything went smoothly while I wasn't there for a week. So, awesome. a talent. How about you, Greg? Yeah, I I would go back to you know being intentional and, and scheduling this all out. Um, and so, yeah, obviously. I don't have review meetings on Friday, just just like Jim and, and Brad, you probably don't have a whole lot of uh, review meetings on Friday. That is intentional. Um, so if so, if I want to take a Friday afternoon off, well, that's kind of like a, a half of a vacation day. But uh, scheduling your, your vacation days well, well in advance will do wonders. Uh, number one, it'll make sure that you get the vacation that, that you need. You need. We all need to recharge our batteries. Um, but I know a lot of advisors around me, you know, they're going, they're big baseball fans. They go to spring training games, you know, they'll fly to Florida or Arizona or wherever it is. So, so do, do that, um, and, uh, put it on the calendar and make sure that your vacation does not coincide with your team members vacation. Cause somebody has got to run the office when you're gone. That's a huge mistake I've seen. I, I know it's something kind of obvious, but don't, um, don't forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff, guys. Yeah. And look, I, I, we want to encourage you to take those vacations, get out, get your all-star team trained up at A-level talent so you can be away from the office and recharge. When you come back, you will come back stronger, 
and you'll grow faster doing that. You'll just get away from the noise of it. So hopefully this episode was helpful. Remember, leave us a five-star review. Uh, we, we're really excited, by the way, on our launch of the Elite Advisor Lab. Look, if you're trying to grow a better practice, if you're trying to grow a more profitable practice, take more time off, spend more time with your family, you know, really hit the goals that you set out on the onset of your career, I want to encourage you to reach out to us. Uh, go to the faedge.com and sign up for the Elite Advisor Lab. Look, we give you 30 days free. You can test drive it. If you think we're terrible, just fire us. I, I, this is what we tell clients all the time. But, you know, there's there's no contract on this thing. Give it a shot. You owe it to yourself to get better. Hopefully you found some enjoyment and some value out of this uh, this episode. And we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to the show. Check us out at thefinancialadvisorsedge.com if you want to learn more about us. If you enjoyed the content, make sure to leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about us. The opinions that are expressed in the shows are that of each host only and don't necessarily reflect the opinion of the other hosts. Like the weather, our opinions can change. This podcast isn't intended to provide tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified professional. We cannot guarantee our opinions or forecasts are right. See you next week.